This is the Barbecue Central Show Archives. The Barbecue Central Show airs live each Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and is brought to you by the Barbecue Guru, makers of automatic temperature control devices and a host of other products that make your barbecue and grilling life easier. Visit them online at thebbqguru.com or call them 800-288-GURU. And by Big Papa Smokers, creators of fabulous rubs, online retailer of grills, accessories, apparel, and creators of their own barbecue contest. Visit them online at BigPapaSmokers.com. And by Butcher Barbecue, creators of injections and rubs, sweeping the nation, doing well in competitions and in the backyard. You can visit them at ButcherBBQ.com. And by Stephen DeFranco Jewelers, official jeweler of the Barbecue Central Show. Call 440-943-2700 and use key term Barbecue Brother when you talk to Steve. Or visit them online at StephenDeFranco.com. And by Green Mountain Grills, one of the best pellet grills you can get on the market today. Varying sizes, not only for your capacity of cooking, but for your budget as well. Visit GreenMountainGrills.com for more information. And by El Diablo Mustard. Looking for a little bit of heat and flavor and regular old yellow mustard? El Diablo has you covered. Six different flavors to choose from currently. And you can find them at LDiabloMustard.com. And by CookingPellets.com. Have a pellet-driven cooker? Why not try out some of the best pellets on the market? And will not void any of your warranties, by the way. CookingPellets.com is the website. And by CookShack, a premier manufacturer of electric and pellet-driven cookers, giving barbecue classes located in Ponca City, Oklahoma. Always running some kind of a special deal. Check them out at CookShack.com. Chad Hayden with Moose Runners Barbecue's 19th Annual Jack Daniels World Barbecue Champion, and this is Barbecue Central. This is Chad Hayden with Moose Runners Barbecue's 19th Annual Jack Daniels World Barbecue Champion, and this is Barbecue Central. So to get that perfect barbecue, you use wood. Are you sure it's safe? Whatever. We put the lighter fluid on, strike your match, and... Should we call the fire department? That might be a good idea. All right, good evening, and welcome to the really big Barbecue Central show, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, man. Uh, This is the show that talks about all things important in the world of barbecue and grilling. Broadcasting live and direct from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city of Cleveland, Ohio. It is the barbecue capital of the North Coast. I am your program host, Greg Rempe. Happy to have you aboard here on your Tuesday evening. If you want to jump in on the show tonight, more than happy to have you. A toll-free, uh, sorry, a phone call, 216-220-0966. You can also email the show, greg at thebbqcentralshow.com. But I have to say, uh, at this point, I am... I. I, I don't know how this could possibly happen, and I'm getting a, a, a word in from L.A. Talk Radio, who is the longtime, very first syndication partner of the show, 
saying that my website, thebbqcentralshow.com, is expired. I don't know how the hell that can happen. I pay HostGator every six months on that son of a bitch. Is that true? Everybody go to www.thebbqcentralshow.com. Oh, my God. If you registered this domain name as a direct customer of Melbourne... Oh, man. How the hell does this happen? How does this happen? Get that big stuff out of here. I am at a complete loss for words here. How do I get it renewed? What do I do? I don't even know. Does my... No, none of it works. Oh, my God. Get that big stuff out of here. I'm recording a show tonight that is going to be going nowhere quick. What? Oh, what the hell happened to my goddamn website? This is outrageous. Well, the only thing, the only thing I know how to do now is keep everything going. Oh, geez. Well, not even everybody, uh, I'm sure everybody can see me now. Get that big stuff out of here. All I can say is that if you're listening on the audio, well, you're probably not even listening on the audio stream. That's the problem. Uh, folks, if you're, uh, if you're seeing me now and you're hearing me now, I have been talking for the last couple minutes that my website somehow has inexplicably expired. TheBBQCentralShow.com. I, I I don't know what happened. I have been paying host Gator for space on this. Is this just the domain? Like, am, am I? What the hell do I even go to renew it? Oh my god! I need I need it like immediately. I don't even know what to do. I'm I'm flustered. I mean, you're seeing me on Outdoor Cooking Channel, but my main website where everything happens is gone. Oh, sweet McGillicuddy. How do I, how do I renew it? Continue. Enter the domain name you would like to renew. The BBQ Show.com. Has somebody already bought it? I'm sure, right? Somebody's probably already bought it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. All right, let's go here. Area code 208, name and where you're calling from. Hello. No, all right. No 208. All right. Uh, well... Something's going to have to get rectified here, like, right now. 
and I don't know uh, how to do that. Uh, Ronan, is that do I uh, do I just renew on that link that's there? Sorry, folks, for the uh, terrible open here, but needless to say, we've gone to a fevered pitch. I I don't know what to do. Nor do I understand how this could have happened. Outrageous. Oh, my. I'm going to have to go to my domain website. Uh, 208, naming where you're calling from. Hey, Greg. This is Patio Daddio, your local IT support staff. Oh, my God. Things are going crazy. What is going on, John? You're, you uh, have been paying for hosting, but you did not re- re-register your domain, which expired on the 10th, or no, the, I think it was the 14th. That was yesterday, right? So you still own it, but yeah. it's in flux, so if you don't go pay for it soon, um, uh, someone's going to snap it up, and then you're going to be held ransom for your own domain name, but Whoa. that takes, usually takes a while. Where, where do I get it? Like, how, where, to, where do I go? Well, you need to, here's what you do. Just uh, Google Google the term "who is" like the word "who" and "is" all yep. jammed together in one word. Yep. You'll go to a site, hit the first Google search result, and then put in your domain name minus the dub 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 part. So just put in the bbtsocialshow.com. It will show you your address that you still own it, when it expired, who's the registrar is, and who the who the administrative contact is. And typically, that's who you have to pay. The administrative contact. Yeah, you are considered, uh, I believe you're listed as the uh, the registrant. I wanted to call you quickly so I could scan, scan, just skim through it. So anyway. Yeah, well, I, it looks like I have a uh, the registrar info. That's who I need to pay? Yep. Melbourne IT? Yep. That's probably some holding company for uh. some reg- like register.com or some whoever you initially uh. registered with. All right, so I just got to do that and, and pay, and then automatically it just gets restored and everything is good and, and golden again? Yeah, it's not instantaneous. It'll probably take, uh, could take up to 24 hours, yeah. 12 to 24 hours. All right, but short in short order, more or less. Yep, yeah, yeah. Oh, my And uh, just so you know, you are live on the uh, TuneIn radio, so you got that going for you. All right, well, good. There's one thing going for us in Cleveland, and we damn sure know it ain't the football team, John. That's right, baby. I saw a little uh, little Bengals tussle you guys had in the uh, over yeah. there in the dog pound. Thank God, uh, Reggie Kelly isn't calling me up, taking me to the woodshed about <laughs> how they uh, worked us this past weekend. Nevertheless, all right, man. I uh, appreciate the uh, the on time, on site JIT IT info, and I will get that rectified right after the show. You can bet your sweet pants. Do it. Thanks, John. There Take he care, is, my brother. John Dawson. When was the last time you heard me at a loss for words? I'm like, uh, uh, I don't know. So note to self, uh, register not only hosting space, register the domain name. Otherwise, you could have some snot-nosed dick. Jerk your um, domain name from you, and then where? I mean, where would I be? That's me. 
this the piece of real estate I would own on the internet. I would have to go, man, that would be my that would be my audio archive as well. I'm dipping into the bourbon right now. Mmm. Oh, the pain is melting away with such sweet, succulent, smoky juice. All right, here's what's coming up on the show in 10 seconds. It's a King of the Smoker recap. Ryan Newstrom from Big T's Q Crew, Joe Beelan, Tippy Canoe Barbecue Crew, Sterling Ball, Big Papa Smokers, creator of King of the Smokers. We're going to try and give away some stuff as well at 1035. So stay tuned for a great show. Let me quickly tell you about David Bosca and the great folks over at Butcher Barbecue. If you are like me, you're looking for ways to step up that barbecue and grilling game. No better or easier way to do that than by adding a little Butcher Barbecue to that arsenal. We all know Butcher's is well known for the injections, the pork injection, the beef injection, the prime injection, which has combined all things loved from their beef injection. Using its award-winning flavor enhancer, its ability to keep your brisket juicy, They have combined it with what has become the competition standard in beef flavor. It's available for sale right now at ButcherBBQ.com. Don't forget, Bird Booster, all flavors, all forms, all fashions, available for sale at ButcherBBQ.com as well. Now, perhaps you're looking for a go-to rub or sauce. Friends, you've hit the mother load here as well. Butcher's has a full line of award-winning barbecue rubs, one of my personal favorites. For the beef is that steak and brisket rub, of course, uh, when it comes to the pork and the chicken, honey rub, all about it for me. 50% of what I have deemed the North Coast offense. That's garnered quite a bit of attention here over the last six or seven months since I've introduced my version of it. Uh, It is formulated, and this is the premium rub now that I'm talking about, to work with the injection. Perfect one-two punch to impress judges and friends alike, last but not least. Butcher's Barbecue Sweet Barbecue Sauce, winning in every category for me. Not overly sweet, a nice slice of tang, just the right amount of back-end heat for crying out loud. No liquid smoke. Dave took the time and effort to make a quality sauce, and he didn't take the easy way out like a lot of sauces do anymore by adding that liquid smoke. Grab a box of six. It's going to go fast. Don't worry about breaking the bank on shipping. Very reasonable rates. The bottom line is this. You get $200 and one penny in total. It ships for free. Can't get any better than that. Head on over to ButcherBBQ.com and stock up now. That's ButcherBBQ.com. ButcherBBQ.com. Always trust your butcher. We are back with Ryan Newstrom, Big T's QQ. Uh, Big T's Q crew. Right after this, stick around. We'll be right back. From the Barbecue Central Radio Network Studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. 
Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampey. All right, we are back. 216-220-0966. Greg at the BBQCentralShow.com. My first, my first guest tonight has been a force on the competition circuit for a while now, coming back from the King of the Smokers, where he took co-GC, some guy named Darren Worth of Island Smokey D's. He's an up-and-cover. Here to recap the event and the win is the pitmaster of Big T's Q Crew. Let's go ahead and race over to the hotline and welcome back friend of the show, Ryan Newstrom, joining us. Ryan, how are you, man? Good. How are you doing, Great. I'm doing absolutely fabulous, Ryan. Appreciate you uh, taking the time out to join me this evening and do a little King of the Smoke. I mean, we're a little heavy on King of the Smokers tonight uh, for the folks that are just crawling out of their proverbial barbecue rocks to take in the show tonight. <laughs> Uh, you are a uh, a co-champ, and I guess I guess maybe that's right where we should start. Right, the main question that everybody wants to know, uh, Ryan. Given the the caliber of cook at this event, the caliber of team, you have this great location, you have this defined style of cook where you're not allowed to use uh, pit minders, i.e., barbecue gurus or uh, pellet cookers, and so forth. Did you mm-hmm. think that during the course of this weekend there was ever a shot at coming out a co-grand champion? <laughs> uh, well, first of all, Greg, I'd like to uh, maybe just start out the discussion um, by giving a little thanks uh, to Sterling Ball and his crew at Big Papa Smokers for just just an amazing weekend. I mean, it's Absolutely. truly the best competition um, that competition barbecue has to offer. Um, you know, for me personally, uh, it's difficult for me to overstate the amount of respect, uh, that I have for Sterling and his vision, uh, for competition barbecue and where it's going, as well as, um, the amount of work that him and his crew put in, um, to facilitate us getting there. I mean, in addition to, like you already said, uh, the amazing, uh, contest put on, uh, by Lakita Resort to thank them as well. Um, $15,000 was raised this weekend, uh, for operation barbecue relief, um, an organization, you know, that we can all get behind that I support myself personally. Um, and in addition, uh, $1.35 million check was presented on behalf of the KCD ball foundation to pediatric, pediatric kidney research at UCLA. Um, and just thinking back four to five years ago that this is something that we would be a part of, I mean, it's not something we could have ever imagined. Um, so it's just truly humbling and amazing to be part of something like that. Uh, that is a um, substantial amount of money to be giving, you know, I mean, to any charity, but of course uh, the, the pediatric uh, kidney research deal uh, with Sterling obviously uh, hits home to him, of course. Uh, but that is, uh, regardless of the charity, I mean, that is a substantial yeah. amount to uh, be able to, to give back. Absolutely. Uh, but, yeah, to get back to your uh, question, um, it's, this is our third year being there and every year it's, I mean, truly an honor and distinction for our team to be a part of, you know, the other 23, uh, best of the best competitors handpicked by Sterling every year. Um, something that, you know, even as well as we've done, um, comparatively, I don't think it's something that we ever imagined that we would be in the position 
we are today after this weekend. Um, you know, we do have compared to some of the guys that are cooking on, um, you know, fat boys or pellet cookers that, that use electronic implements. You know, we have an advantage that we are cooking on a jambo old fashioned style. You know, we have that process refined. So as far as that's concerned, you know, that's, that's really simple for us to transition, transition to with that style of contest. Uh, but we do normally use, uh, you know, those oven thermoprobes to probe our meat, see where it's at, um, and use the alarms, you know, that they go off. And that was kind of a new rule that was presented this year, um, that we couldn't use those. We could only use thermopens to check temperature of our meat. So that was kind of a challenge for us because I'd never really done that before. Um, but, uh, I did get lucky a couple of times, uh, with trying to pull my big meats off. I caught them at the right time. So that, that I was felt pretty fortunate with that. And, you know, overall, uh, at the end of things, I was, I was pretty happy with the cook, you know, uh, you, you never know what you're going to get in that, that, uh, that cooler that they present you with, with all your competition meat. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, had some pretty decent meat and I thought, you know, at the end of it, I, I kind of did as well as, you know, we could, um, with the meat that was presented. You know, I wonder, Ryan, from a competitor's point of view, and, and obviously uh, you're, you're very, uh, you know, fierce uh, in uh, quotation marks when it comes I mean, you want to, you, you go to win uh, to any competition, you go to win, especially something like this. Um, do you do you see anything that you think you left on the table that, and especially when you tie, right? I mean, I guess you're, you're sitting there uh, shoulder to shoulder with somebody else sharing accolades and, uh, you know, everybody's... Uh, admittedly, you're not selfish, and they want to win in in, in all terms and forms and fashions. But uh, do do you see anything that you might have left on the table that you could have got a a, a literally a hundredth of a point that would that would have put you over the top? <laughs> I can't I can't honestly imagine um, doing anything more. I mean, Darren and I, our score was almost 706 points, and 705.7 and some or other going out ten one thousandths of a place. You know, and, and for us, that's the highest score we've ever got. We've hit the seven, 700 club twice before that one other time this season, one time last season, but you know, to, to even sniff, you know, that, that high of a score with that high caliber of teams, you know, I, I can't, I wouldn't be able to pinpoint something that, that we could have done different, um, to get, you know, into the 706 or 707 score. I mean, you're talking, you know, 14 points away from perfect in every single category. Um, I, I, which, you know, I'm not going to stop improving my barbecue until we do that, but, uh, I don't think, you know, that's possible to achieve. So as I mentioned, you, you share grand championship honors with, uh, Iowa Smokey D's, uh, Darren and Sherry Worth. And, and I'm wondering, you know, if you can talk just for a second on your, your co GC winner, uh, Iowa Smoky D's certainly has seen their share of success over the years, to be sure. But this year, they really seem to have a knack for knocking down the big ones during the course of 2014. You know, from your vantage point, uh, being a competitive cook yourself, seeing success and watching some of the other teams through the course of the year that are doing very well. How good of a season in your estimation is Iowa Smoky D's having in 2014? How much time do we have here? Uh, Right. (laughs) I could talk for a couple of hours. Um, You know, Darren, we do um, have the uh, distinction of being uh, being from the same state and only living about 35 miles apart. Um, I consider him a friend. I consider him a mentor. 
Um, and even before, and I've told him this, so I can say it on the air that, you know, even before he knew me from Adam, when we were just getting started, you know, he was somebody I looked up to. Um, he, he was the original Iowa barbecuer. Um, and I consider him one of my barbecue heroes. And, uh, you know, I, I, you know, whatever you think of Iowa barbecue, I do not think that Iowa barbecue would be at the place that it is today um, without him. Um, he is truly not only uh, a great competitor, a legendary competitor, but a great person. Um, and uh, yeah, but this season specifically, you know, it's, it, you know, you're talking otherworldly status, you know, in, in addition to all of the success that he's had over the years. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of overwhelming and hard to articulate into words, you know, exactly what him and Sherry are doing, you know, and not only for, you know, in terms of their competition barbecue, but, you know, the things they're doing in their restaurant, um, the things they do on the other, on, on everything else that they do in their personal lives. Um, it's just, it's, 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 it's amazing to sit back and watch them do what they do. Ryan Newstrom is the pitmaster for Big T's Q crew joining us here on the show. Uh, the website, BigTeesTZBBQ.com, if you want to check it out here while we're uh, recapping King of the Smokers and talking some barbecue in general here. Uh, you know, Ryan, if, if I go back three, four years in my memory here real quick, I remember asking, I mean, it could have been you on a, on a roundtable or just on a segment interview. It could have been any of the other guys from Iowa, but I remember a distinct point in time when Iowa decided that they were saying F everybody else, we're going to be the epicenter of competition barbecue. <laughs> you have Iowa Smoky D's, you have Big T's, you have Tippy Canoe, you have Mo Quezon, you have Pigskin, and the list continues to grow. What is going on or what continues to go on in Iowa that the rest of the country doesn't know about? Yeah, I, uh, I did. I did realize I forgot to say something with your last question that's related to it. So if I could just yeah. for a moment, um, an interesting statistic I like to keep track of weird statistics as we're barbecuing. Um, as many times, you know, we're from the same state. Darren and I have competed against each other. He probably doesn't even know this, but we have never been top two overall at the same contest. Really, never once. Yeah, and so this is the very first time in all the times that we've competed. You know, obviously he's won many times and we've, you know, we've had our fair share of wins, but we've never been one, two. I've never beat him directly and he's never beat me uh, directly. So that, that's another thing, interesting thing about yeah, for sure. kind of our relationship. Um, yeah, but to get back to your uh, question, um, you know, I, again, I think, I think it, it starts back to, you know, Darren and, and uh, you know, just the domination he had in the state you know, back in 2008 and 2009, I think in 2009, he was reserve team of the year for KCBS. Yep. Um, and, uh, you know, and the, the, the vacuum that's created when you have one person that's kind of, uh, you know, dominating a certain region of barbecue, you know, everybody else that's, you know, trying to get there is doing everything they can and motivates everyone uh, to improve, you know, and then, uh, and then we kind of came along in 2009 and had a great season that year, uh, our first season competing as well as, uh, you know, Joe, we, we came along at the same time, you know, and then the, the, um, the force that 
that uh, was Swine Assassins came along and after that and, you know, just left everybody in their wake. Yeah. You know, Chris <laughs> and Scott are two of my best friends in the world, um, you know, but, you know, at that time, you know, everybody's just trying to figure out what are they doing and what can we do to do what they're doing and figure out how to get there. And so I think, you know, the competitive drive um, that, you know, all of us guys have that have seen success in the state, you know, um, has helped push us, you know, that's probably the biggest thing that's helped push us to, you know, overall as, you know, Iowa barbecue, quote unquote, um, uh, to the status that we're at today. That'd be my most concise answer I could give you. Yeah, Ryan Newstrom joining us here on the show. Uh, as you mentioned a couple minutes ago, Ryan, that you've been to all what is now three of the King of the Smoker contests. Uh, you've been to a lot of contests uh, over the course of the mm-hmm. years since 2009. Are you able to put into perspective how this particular event and contest differs from some of the other ones in relation to you know how you see it? Um, I think Sterling says it best that he wanted, when he wanted to do this contest and contacted La Quinta Resort, which is, by the way, if you're not familiar with it, it's a five-star resort owned by Waldorf Astoria Hotels, you know, that he bought barbecue deserved white table service. And he wanted to provide a contest that provided white table service to the best teams in the country. Um, And that in and of itself is what, you know, separates this contest from all the other contests out there. Um, you know, just the amount of resources and effort that him and his team put in to making this an elite event. I mean, every single detail, um, you know, just at the start of it, facilitating all the teams, getting their stuff in, loaning out their equipment. I mean, they loan out, you know, tons of cookers to teams that aren't able to bring their bring their own cookers, you know, halfway across the country or most of the way across the country, you know, and then when you get there, you know, they have a reception, um, you know, and food's provided, you know, it's just, it gets to the point where it's almost overwhelming, you know, the amount of attention you're getting uh, for this contest compared to any other contest that's out there. Um, that's yeah. And then, you know, the, uh, and then, and then he, you know, he has the celebrities come out um, that he knows that he's friends with, um, such as Bill Murray was there this year. You know, one of my favorite actors of all time. Yeah. You know, it's just it gets to the point where it's like you know you have a hard time <laughs> thinking that it's real. It's it's uh, it's so out there and so in another universe than what we're used to as barbecue competitors. From from the competitor's side, or uh, perhaps a, a better way to, to to term the question would be, uh, you know, you're a, you're a fierce competitor. You look around you, you see 23 other teams that have either made a mark because of how long of a run they've had, such as Smoking uh-huh. Triggers. You've seen some other guys kind of be at this event because of how good they have gotten so quickly and mm-hmm. been been able to be consistent over that short period of time. Do you find yourself a little starstruck or excited just to see who the competitors are going to be there each year, aside from the celebrities like uh, Bill Murray or the singers and all this stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, uh, absolutely. Um, you know, I'm always starstruck, you know, when I get around guys like Johnny Trigg or Jamie gear, you know, uh, you know, all these guys that I knew of, you know, even before we 
started competing, um, you know, heavy that I looked up to, um, you know, a lot of times I find it's hard for me to, because um, just kind of the person I am, I have a hard time, you know, breaking the ice with people, especially if I have a great amount of respect for them, um, right away. Um, and, uh, uh, guys like Donnie Bray, you know, and the amount of success that they've had as of late, um, you know, uh, yeah, the caliber of competitors there is, is second to none. I mean, I think I don't, I do not, uh, envy, uh, Sterling's position when he's trying to pick out all 24, um, of them, because uh, there's just, there's so many out there that are doing well and, uh, yeah, but the guys that are there, yeah, it's, it's truly, um, uh, a best of the best. Uh, Ryan, let me ask you this question and I've seen it in, uh, forums and I'm getting it here in the chat room as well, specifically to the meat that you get from, Mm-hmm. Uh, from Sterling or, you know, the competition head over there. Are you concerned or is it a point of concern going in knowing that you're going to compete with stuff that you don't normally bring with you each and every weekend? Absolutely. For me especially, I mean, I go to great lengths to procure the very best meat that I can for every contest that we cook. It doesn't matter if it's $3,500 payout or fifty grand payout. That's just kind of the way I do my process and that starts Sunday afternoon and goes basically to the point where we arrive to the contest. I'm constantly looking for the best meat that I can. And that's a big part of our strategy. Um, so in terms of, you know, just being provided the meat for you and you don't know what you don't know what you get, you're getting until you open the box. It is, um, a, a, a makes me made always the past three years has made me anxious. Um, but it's also a good challenge for me that I enjoy and I embrace um, uh, that, you know, I'm going to do the best I can with this meat that's given. And I go into it with that attitude um, and enjoy the fact that I don't have to spend as many hours I, as I do on a normal week um, finding meat that it's just provided for me. It's at the same time, it's kind of relieving that I don't have to do all that and don't have to spend multiple days worrying about it. If I'm going to find that pork butt with the extra, extra large money muscle on it or not this week, or, you know, the, the right size of chicken thighs that I'm looking for, or et cetera, et cetera. Um, but they do, you know, one thing about it too, is that they do do a great job of finding good meat for us for that contest. I mean, this year snake river farms provided all the briskets. We all got one nicely. At least ours was, you know, like about a 16 pound brisket that was in good shape. Uh, and then all the pork products were from Compart Duroc, um, and you know, which is great pork. Um, and then the two chickens that we got, I thought was pretty good looking chicken as well. So, you know, um, uh, you know, why I do lose the control, you know, I, at the same time, I know that Sterling and his crew are going to great lengths to provide all of us with as good as meat as we can get comparative to what we normally cook. He is Ryan Newstrom. He is the pit master of Big T's Q Crew and your co-grand champion at the 2014 King of the Smokers, which took place this past weekend. Ryan, always great to talk to you. Great to catch up, and let's do it again soon, man. Uh, My pleasure, Greg. Thank you very much. You got it. There he is, Ryan Newstrom. Big T's Q Crew winner, co-winner, 
of the King of the Smoker contest again this past weekend over there in, is it, I know it's the La Quinta Resort, but uh, I forget what city that is. Is that Coachella? Is that how you say it? We'll ask Sterling when he's on next out. Ryan Neustrom. Public service announcement, folks. All the Barbecue Brothers and Sisters out there from your show sponsor, Steve DeFranco of Steve and DeFranco Jewelers, a self-proclaimed barbecue junkie. He's not afraid to say it. Christmas is coming. That's right. What to get dear old dad? New clothes he won't wear? No. New shoes that'll cover with barbecue sauce? Forget about it. How about a new tie? How about no? Stephen DeFranco Jewelers has the perfect answer for Christmas, a new watch. And Steve has an incredible selection of watches. Perfect for dear old dad this holiday season. Boulevard watches. Why spend a ton of money on a watch if you don't have to? These watches are stylish, affordable, starting under 200 bucks. Boulevard watches come in traditional quartz styles and retroed style automatic versions, chronograph skeletons, and traditional styles fill out the Boulevard line of timepieces. How about the Precisionist, the most accurate watch in the world? I own one. I bought it from Steve. Precisionist is just that. The exclusive movement of Boulevard Precisionist breaks down the secondhand movements into 16 seconds per segment, giving that secondhand a smooth moving appearance. How about the Cadillac of the Boulevard line, the Accutron? Pinnacle of high-end design without breaking the bank, starting at about $600. The Accutron watch gives you that high-end style, quality, and lifestyle without breaking the bank. How about citizens? You gadget junkie? Of course you are. You're a barbecue guy. You have 75 gadgets going on at your competition scene, in the backyard, what have you. Citizens is perfect for the gadget guy. And, of course, if you're the cottage watch person, you got that Philip and Company watch made just over here west of Cleveland, starting at about $895. All of watches coming from Stephen DeFranco Jewelers come with the exclusive watch performance package that includes one-year extension, the manufacturer's warranty, free engraving, free watch batteries for life, and free polishing cloth, shipping at no charge as well. Go to stephendefranco.com. Check out what you like. Call them, 440-943-2700. That's 440-943-2700. And tell them you're a barbecue brother or sister and check out the price that he gives you. StephenDeFranco.com, 440-943-2700. The only person that I recommend that you buy jewelry from in person or online. He will take care of you. We are back with Tippy Canoe right after this. Stick around. Seven seven four four eight zero four three three to get on the air. Now here's your host, Greg Rampey. All right, welcome back. Thanks again to Ryan Newstrom from Big T's Q Crew. Recapping the shared grand championship with Iowa Smoky D. That sounds weird to say, right? The shared grand championship, ladies and All right. We've heard from Ryan. How about somebody that has seen the pinnacle of King of the Smoker taking third overall this year? Let's go ahead and 
race to the hotline. Welcome back, Pitmaster of the Tippy Canoe Barbecue Crew, Joe Beeland, joining us here on the show. Joe, how are you, buddy? I'm awesome. Great. How are you? I'm doing absolutely fabulous, Joe. Man, it has been a minute. What is up with you? Oh, it's been been crazy. Been a crazy year. We've got so much going on uh, that uh, unfortunately barbecue kind of slid to the to the side for a while. We moved and uh, bought a fake winery, as Sterling called it this weekend. You'll have to ask him about that uh, here in North Central Iowa. So we've uh, uh, we just had a lot going on. So uh, like I said, uh, we we cooked uh, 10, 10 or twelve contests this summer. Took a little. Uh, a little time off, and uh, that that hurt our consistency a touch. Uh, so it was really good to get back in the saddle and uh, prove that we we still got it. Yeah, uh, Joe Beelan joining me here on the show. TippyCanoeBBQ.com, the website. If you want to check it out, he'll. Uh, why while we are talking, so let me ask you: as someone who has seen the pinnacle of King of the Smokers, uh, winning it yourself, and seeing it going back again this year, and seeing. Uh, not only one team from Iowa, but uh, two teams from Iowa taking grand championship honors. Uh, are you surprised in a competition like this? And I know I asked Ryan this uh, last segment, but uh, as a competitor, are you surprised to see a tie at something like this? Yeah, I I, I am quite frankly. Anytime you see a, a tie, that's the second one I've been I've seen in something over uh, 125 contests in, in the last four or five years. And, uh, you know, when we're taking it out four decimal points, you think we'd be able to, uh, to, to determine a winner. So I was, I was floored. I didn't, didn't see that coming. Sterling actually announced it before he started calling, uh, the top five in each category that, uh, we've got a tie, uh, for GC. So, uh, it was kind of interesting as we went through the awards to kind of build up, uh, I think we were adding names to the list and then crossing them off <laughs> as to who, who that tie might be. You have a championship go seven oh five seven tenths, and then you know as you said it goes out uh, you know three more places after seven tenths. Joe Beeland and Tippy Canoe Barbecue seven oh four and a half. Every other weekend and twice on Sunday, you slaughter the field and walk away with grand championship with that score. Can you believe that seven oh four is third place? That's <laughs> crazy. It, it, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I can't believe that. I figured it'd take 700 to win it. Uh, I was surprised last year. I think we won it with a 696 or something like that. But, uh, uh, yeah, I, I would. if you told me going in you're going to get a 704, I, thank you very much all day long. And no, I'm not going to argue with that. And uh, to be quite honest, you were only half a point ahead from being tied yourself. <laughs> yes, exactly. It was amazingly close uh, with Morris. So let me ask you, uh, Joe, as you had mentioned at the top, there's been a lot of other uh, outside instri- uh, interests or uh, distractions that have pulled you away from what has been the normal run of Tippy Canoe Barbecue Contest during the course of a season. So doing 10 or 12, uh, how do you hone the skills and make sure that you are putting yourself in the best position at a competition like this to uh, try and win it? Uh, it's it's not easy. Uh, people say, I don't know how you cook that many contests when you do, you know, 18 or 20 in a row. Uh, but it, in a, some weird way, it gets easier uh, towards the end. It's you're going to, to autopilot and cooking one contest every three or four weeks is just the opposite. It's 
the few days leading up to it. It's trying to remember what did I run out of at the last contest? What do I need to restock? What didn't I order? Uh, and then when you get to a contest, I find myself, what am I supposed to do now? <laughs> what What's the next step uh, again after I do that? Or it's 1030. I know I'm supposed to do something, but boy, for the life of me, I can't remember what it is. Uh, so it's funny you get in that rhythm. So to prepare for this one, we hadn't cooked since the American Royal. And so I did, a, I did a, a little research, a little kind of going back in some notes. I try to keep notes because my memory is not very good. Uh, so to kind of go back and look and say, what did we, what did we change? What did we change unintentionally? What am I doing different that I didn't know I had, had changed? Uh, some of those kind of things, just to look back and, and try to hone those skills a little bit and then talk to some of my barbecue friends. That's one of the things we teach at our, our classes that Ryan and I have taught together in the past is find somebody you can trust in the barbecue world that you can bounce those ideas off of or ask some of those questions. What am I missing? What's not going right? So uh, I got to gotta thank Ryan and Scott from Pigskin and some of those folks that uh, the phone's always on and I can call and ask uh, for a little assistance. You know, when you look at last year and you, and you look at this year and uh, the, the smaller amount of contests that you did, uh, did you act in the beginning, did you actively keep that learning notebook that you always hear from a lot of the successful teams and, and go back to that? Or uh, did you try and rely mostly on the experience that you've had over the last two, three, four years and uh, hope that that carries you to the best possible outcomes that you could on the weekends that you competed? Yeah, I great question. I, I usually try to after something goes really well. Uh, so I did it this weekend. Uh, I did it after the uh, American Royal and Sam's Club of 2011. Uh, did it after we won four contests in a row in, in uh, 2011 and 12. And just sit down and write down what exactly did I do and write down that process. So at times like this, when I'm a little unsure and things haven't gone as well, I'll take a peek back at some of those things and. And, uh, you know, what, what was in there and try to pick out a, a point or two and then mix that in with something's new, something that's new. Cause I also don't want to give the impression that I'm, I can cook what I cooked in 2011 today and have the same results. Cause you can't, in my opinion, it, it's, it's a technique thing or maybe a piece that you forgot about or, or you go back to, but you have to cons- constantly evolve and change and, and, uh, or you're going to get left behind. And I found that, uh, to be really, really true. We had a great year last year. Uh, we cooked a, a summer limited schedule I think we cooked 18 or, or 20 contests a year ago and and ended up uh, in the top 15 of the team of the year race uh, you know with I think 18 points contest so uh, again I went back to those what did I do what did I change what did I add to start hitting on that so this particular contest there's a few things that are different uh, than you would normally be able to do uh, for instance uh, no pit minders here uh, no pellet cookers here you are supplied the meat. Uh, does any of that uh, cause consternation uh, to your team at all or because of the experience of having been there and also having won it, uh, it's not as much of a thing that's on the on the brain there? Yeah, it's, it's something you think about, but it's uh, something we've gotten used to. I think it was harder the first year than, than it was this year. You know, when you yeah, – big shout out to my wife who, who let me sleep for a few hours throughout the night. And instead of the barbecue guru doing the work, she did uh, and got up and checked on the smoker for me and, and uh, you know, made sure things were going all right. Uh, so that's a big one. And uh, if we can – you lose a little sleep, but uh, I, I cook on a heavily modified – backwoods fat boy that I've kind of made my own and 
and that cooks pretty well uh, with the guru or without it. So I got used to that part. I heard Ryan talk a little bit about the meat question. I think that's a really good question because he's, I think he nailed it. I won't repeat what he said, but it is, it's a big element of being successful. Yeah. This business is picking that meat and now you don't get to pick it. And uh, Sterling's number one rule, the king of smokers, no whining uh, and shut up and cook. So what's in the box is what you get. And uh, uh, that's fun. It's it makes it a, a level playing field. Everybody else has the same challenge. Uh, but it's uh, it's definitely something you think about, and as you open up that box, you kind of kind of hope and pray that the you, you like what you see in there. But this, and Ryan mentioned it as well, the the quality of meat that he's getting, thanks to the folks at Snake River Farms and Compart, uh, there's there's high quality high quality meat inside those coolers. Uh, Joe Bielan joining us here on the show, pitmaster of Tippy Canoe Barbecue Crew, talking about this past weekend, King of the Smoker, where he finished third overall. Uh, Joe, there was uh, obviously some uh, great entertainment there. Uh, Ryan mentioned that Bill Murray was carousing with you uh, lovely folks out there as well. Uh, is that like, like to me, you know, I'm not starstruck by anybody because I'm talking to guys like you each and every weekend. So, you know, I'm a little jaded. I'm a little jaded, of course. But uh, to be shouldering up with uh, the likes of Bill Murray and, uh, and seeing all these great uh, musical acts and so forth, I mean, that has to be a treat in its own, aside from getting to participate in uh, King of the Smokers. Absolutely. It's one of those things that's just kind of amazing. You kind of think, is this really, this is really happening? And is barbecue bringing me to this beautiful five-star resort? You know, I stepped out of my room early Friday morning, crossed the, uh, the lot, the parking lot and almost got hit by a Bentley. You know, <laughs> if that's the way to go, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, I haven't seen a Bentley in real life uh, here in the Midwest ever, and uh, here's one right parked outside my front door. So it's just, it's quite an experience, and and uh, it's just, it's one of those things that it is kind of hard to believe that I'm that I'm really there and experiencing that, and it does, it adds to it. It's it's uh, it makes it an experience and an event, not just a contest. And I can't uh, thank Sterling and the folks at, at Ernie Ball and Big Papa Smokers and and the folks at La Quinta Resort for the uh, for the hospitality and everything that they do uh, to make uh, make all this make it all happen. Uh, you saw all the teams that were going to be there taking part uh, going up against you. Uh, did you have, aside from yourself, did you have a, a thought on who might come out on top when it was all said and done over the course of last weekend? Yeah, I think as you as you looked at that list, uh, what Darren and Sherry of Iowa Smokey D's have done, they they came to the top of the list. I don't say that to insult anybody else. There are lots of great teams yeah. there, but the run they're on is just unprecedented and absolutely crazy. And for them to do it again this weekend and, and uh, you know, be co-grand champions of their uh, third major of the year. It's just an incredible, absolutely amazing. So he came out, and then Warren County Pork Choppers is probably another one. True Bud, you know, as you look at who else on that list, do you do you really need to kind of pay attention to? It's it's funny, right before awards, and nobody's going to believe me, but I told my wife uh, as we were getting ready to go to awards, I I think Ryan's got a shot at this thing. Uh, I could just uh, I don't know what it was, but I kind of had that feeling, and sure enough, uh, he was right in there. You know, you look up and down the list, and you see, and I talked with Ryan about it a little bit last segment, is the fact that. Man, there's some really great teams there that are all from Iowa. There's Pigskin, there's you, there's Ryan, uh, there's Iowa Smokey D's, obviously, uh, all big Papa Smoker elite teams as well. Uh, Iowa continues to be a competition barbecue hotbed 
Uh, and it's not a flash in the pan. As I said before, I, I remember saying it three or four years ago, especially when you were on that uh, incredible run with all, all the wins in a row. Um, it has not fallen off, and uh, perhaps that's a testament to, to that region of the country saying it's not just Kansas City, it's not just Memphis. Uh, we're, we're our own big deal, right? Yep, absolutely. We, we want to compete, and and uh, you got to give Darren a lot of credit for starting that. That that's I think I've said this before on your show. Uh, part of the reason we went back to the drawing board, and part of the reason I think that we found some success is we got tired of Darren kicking our ass every single weekend, and it's uh, get better or go home, and uh, kind of makes you focus and and get better, and uh, I think that drives some of this uh, the success that you see in Iowa. Uh, is the quality of teams. And there's good teams everywhere. I know some people probably get tired of hearing about Iowa, 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 but uh, that's where I'm from, so I get to talk about it. But right. uh, there's good teams everywhere. understand that. But, we, but when we compete every weekend against those folks, it, you have to raise your game. Uh, quick question here before I turn you loose tonight, Joe, and appreciate the time. Uh, 2015, how is that stacking up for Team Tippecanoe right now? Uh, we're, we're really looking forward to 2015. I think the things are going to gonna fall back a little closer to normal, and we'll be able to get right back out there and, and kind of get the season started early. We plan to, to get after it a little earlier this year and get a few contests under our belt uh, in Missouri and South in, in March and, and April. And then we'll take a, take a little break again in the spring and then be back at it hard, and I hope to get back to that. I don't think I'll ever do 32 again, but get back in that 15 to 20 range uh, going forward next year. So looking forward to it. Joe Beeland is the pit master of Tippecanoe barbecue crew, finishing third overall this past weekend at King of the Smoker. Uh, Joe, always appreciate the time, man. Let's do it again soon. You bet. Sounds great, Greg. Thank you. All right. There he is. Joe Beeland, everybody. Tippecanoe. Sorry, Ryan. I forgot to ask him about the fake winery. You know, being a wine snob myself, I don't want to, I don't want to talk about fake wine. I want to find Merlot. I want to know that I have drank so much wine in the course of an evening. If I blew blood alcohol content, it would register Merlot. That's right. That's right. Uh, TippyCanoeBBQ.com is the website if you want to check out Joe. And that will conclude the first hour recap of King of the Smoke or Sterling Ball in the second hour. Uh, let me talk to you for a few minutes about the longest-running sponsor of the show located in Warminster, Pennsylvania, the Barbecue Guru. Again, if you've been thinking about automatic pit temperature control devices for your cooker, stop here, especially for a gift, Christmas, all that stuff. This is the company that started it all. They are the creators of this technology. Why are you going to buy something from anybody else? I don't know. Oh, I love my, Don G. I'm a wine snob. I said, you know, I've tried all the wine. Right? I think I've drank all the wine. If you're not familiar with how these little beauties work, I'm not going to get into the minute detail, but imagine a product that allows you to set your temperature and one set keeps it running at that set temperature all the way through the cook. Sounds too good to be true. It's not. This is real life. You can take advantage of this technology today. Maybe you're a busy working professional like me, or perhaps you're constantly on the run with kids doing errands. Quite frankly, you just don't have that time to set around and tend to temperature. I get it. The guru allows you to throw on a pork butt, a brisket, a couple slabs of ribs, you're off to do whatever it is you need to get done, and the Guru maintains that pit temperature you set it at. Currently, a number of different models to choose from. Two of the most popular, the CyberQ Wi-Fi, and all the way on the other end, 
The Party Q, $149, completely refaced earlier in the year. Goes on most cookers. $10 extra for the ceramic styles, folks. $139. Or $159. Still a deal. Runs on AA batteries. Can go from cooker to cooker. You have the bullet-style cookers or the kettles, whatever. You're ready to go. In the market for a cooker, by the way, Onyx Oven, got to check it out. Winning in the competition circuit and in backyards all over the country. Fully insulated, holds a ton of meat. Accommodates half and full pans for food service. Working seamlessly, of course, with any barbecue guru temperature control device. Do yourself a favor. Head on over to the website, thebbqguru.com. Check out their products. And if you have any questions about what to order, call them directly. Don't be shy. 800-288-GURU. That's 800-288-GURU. They will make sure you're outfitted with exactly what you need to get you up and running right out of the box. 800-288-GURU or visit thebbqguru.com. The Barbecue Guru continues to be a breakthrough in barbecue technology. All right, we will wrap up the first hour and uh, head to the second. You are listening and watching the Barbecue Central show with no website right now. Yay. You got to register that. Yo, you know you got to register that shit. I didn't know it. Now I know it. Thank you, John Dawson. I would love it. Uh, we're back right after this. Stick around. Name interviews, advice on cooking brisket and ribs, and the only host willing to share his honest opinion on all things important in the world of barbecue. It's the Barbecue Central Show. We are back. Uh, for those that are interested, finishing first and first, or in the horse racing industry, uh, 1A and 1B, Iowa Smoky D's and Big T's Q Crew, 705.7032. Uh, as we just found out, Joe Beelan finishing third, Tippy Canoe, 704.5372. Blazing BBQ, fourth, just off the other tie mark, 704. Point oh three. So basically, one, two, three, four. The top four people could have pretty much went to any other contest over the course of the weekend. A head and shoulders above everybody else. Not a king of the smoke. Uh, simply marvelous. Six ninety six and a half. Warren County pork choppers. Six ninety six. Almost even. Shake and bake barbecue seven. Three eyes barbecue eighth. Little pig town ninth. And Tim Grant and the folks over at True Bud Barbecue, 10th place overall. For those that love to know who finished last, 50 points almost out of the race. Uh, Sweet Swine, oh my, 24th. Look, it's tough to go up and down that list knowing everybody's a heavy hitter and seeing who ends up taking last straw. I mean, rarely happens, right? 
Sweet Swine of Mine, 24th. QL, 23rd. I don't remember the last time QL finished second to last, like, maybe ever. Yeah. The Wizard of Waz, typically on the opposite end of that list. Perhaps going to show the quality and caliber of team at the La Quinta Resort at the King of the Smoke. That's right. Um... Oh, where were we at? All right. I got to remember to renew my website because it's going to be tough to get that. Whatchamacallit. This podcast is going to be troubled. So we'll have to make sure that the due diligence is being done. All right. uh, We are going to reload for the second hour. In that second hour, Sterling Ball, I may or may not have a take on the loathsome Cleveland Browns and other items. Thanks again to Joe Beeland, Tippy Canoe Barbecue Crew Pitmaster, Ryan Newstrom, Big T's Q Crew Pitmaster, co-grand champ at King of the Smoke for taking time to join me for the first hour. If you miss the first hour podcast, will be available at some point once uh, everything gets reconfirmed. Uh, You, my friends, are listening and watching the Barbecue Central show right here on the Barbecue Central Networks, watching video feeds on OutdoorCookingChannel.com, and watching it on your IP television, Roku. If you have Roku and you haven't found Outdoor Cooking Channel, go to the App Store find Outdoor Cooking Channel, download the app on Roku, and then you can have archives of every show on there, plus you have access to the live stream. Uh, That is the first option once you download OutdoorCookingChannel.com on your Roku or other associated IP television if it has it on there, and you can watch this show, which is uh, one of two live shows each and every week. Uh, Whiskey Bent, Barbecue in the Pit uh, precedes this one, 7 to 9. You get four hours of live barbecue television on Roku every Tuesday. You're welcome. We'll be back right after this. Stick around. This is Dominion from Two Loose Screws. I'm listening to Barbecue Central. From my heart and from my hand, why don't people understand my intention? Happy to have you aboard here for the really big barbecue show. We cook because we have to, and we grill because we want to. Fine, how's it going? You have a great show, I'm a big fan. So what 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 seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead and he's in the in the crackle. Charbono! It's all about the Charbono, dude! Succulent fish! What? He ate 54 wieners. Oh listen, Laverne, you shake your face. I'm shaking like a dog shit peach seeds. <laughs> we have top men working right now. Ooh. Top. All right, just like that, we are into the second hour. 
Uh, you have found and are enjoying the Barbecue Central show. If you missed the first hour, shame on you. You can get it late. Uh, we talk about all things important in the world of barbecue and grilling here on the show. We broadcast live and direct from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city of Cleveland, Ohio. It is the barbecue capital of the North Coast. I'm your program host, Greg Rempe. Happy to have you here on the show. If you want to jump in tonight, 216-220-0966. And I, I wonder... Hmm. I wonder now because of the whole website issue my email even works well let me see let me send myself an email notice google refund notice of possible google fund replay is available that sounds like a phishing attempt if i've ever heard it that order is ready i'm gonna send myself an email here um greg at the and we go to test. We send it. I bet I don't get it. Oh, wait a second. I still get it. Okay, good news. Still up and running, I guess. For the most part. If you want to jump in on email, greg at the bbqcentralshow.com or you can get me on the telephone 216-220-0966. Uh, still to come on the show tonight in about uh, 12, 13 minutes from now, a pitmaster of Big Papa Smokers, a captain of industry, the creator of the King of the Smokers contest, Sterling Ball will be joining us, so stay tuned for that. On the backside of Sterling Ball's interview, we, because it is the holiday season, so whoop de doo and dickery dock. We'll be giving away a prize pack that is uh, yet to be determined, but trust me, if I'm giving away anything here on this show, you know it's going to be absolutely fantastic. You will enjoy it for years to come. All right, uh, quick poll question. Christmas is, uh, well, uh, first of all, uh, happy Hanukkah to all of the Barbecue Centralite Jewish folks out there. Happy Hanukkah, the start of Happy Hanukkah tonight. Eight crazy nights, as Adam Sandler says. So, Happy Hanukkah. Uh, We also have Christmas coming up in a little bit over a week. So, Christmas dinner. What do you eat for Christmas dinner? Is it uh, A, turkey again? I've done that. B, something that's not anything like that. Or C, something that I will be attempting to the tune of 12 pounds of succulent. Is anybody cooking prime rib? I am. I have my seasonings all ready to go. I have it on order from the butcher who was taking off the bone, tying it back on after the fact. So I can have flavor to savor. My mom told me, you know, uh, my mom, Connie's Recipe Corner star, Connie Rampy. Uh, she was uh, refreshing me. To me, prime rib is like turkey. It's something that I enjoy immensely when I'm eating it. But, I mean, if I eat it once, 
or twice over the course of the year, much like a turkey. That's a lot. Uh, Matthew is getting prime rib for New Year's. All right. I see that. Bob Parker, two ducks and a 25-pound piglet. Oh, my. Look at you, Bob Parker, getting it on. So I get a little apprehensive because, look, uh, let me pull up my uh, calculator here, Twelve ninety nine a pound. You know, I'm in 160 bucks for prime rib, so, you know, as much as people don't want to screw up the Thanksgiving turkey, I definitely don't want to be screwing up the 160-pound prime rib. Get that big stuff out of here. I mean, I don't. I'd much rather screw up the $30, $30 turkey. For the love of Mike. Uh, Angela Iverson, are you questioning or are you eating soup for... Christmas dinner. Don G eating turkey and lasagna. Sylvie Curry is eating uh, smoked turkey again, beef back ribs, and a ham. Holy, how many people are you having over, Sylvie? And perhaps am I allowed to come in and take part? Wow. I love beef back ribs, man. I got it. That's another thing I don't do nearly enough. A couple times a year, that's it. I got to get those. Uh, where do they have them in? Uh, BJ's Wholesale Club, the the beef chuck short ribs, but they're the big-ass Brano ribs. Man, those things are badass. Love those. All right. For the folks that have been wondering and wondering if I am going to mention the fact that maybe a month ago your humble host sat here and had the testicular fortitude to verbalize the fact that his Cleveland Browns were sitting atop the AFC North, things that had not seen the same fruition come to fact until 1994. We suck again! Get that big stuff out of here. Oh, no! We suck again! Yeah. After what perhaps was four... Weeks of inferior quarterback play from hometown hero Brian Hoyer. The decision was made with three games left in this now wreck of a season to put in Johnny Football. If you don't know who that is, he was the Texas A&M quarterback last year, uh, Johnny Manziel. Um, and this perhaps was going to be the start of a change. And, in fact, it was the shard of a change. Uh, the change, of course, was not scoring. Get that big stuff out of here. We laid it, laid it on the Cincinnati Bengals a month ago. They turned around and slapped us. Slapped us. 32-0. Johnny Menzel throwing a multitude of bad passes, resulting in interceptions. And here's the bottom line for all of the Cleveland Browns fans listening out there, especially in podcast fashion, because I doubt any live listener is a Cleveland fan. It's tough to be a Cleveland fan. Trust me, I know. It's been going on for years, and it's not working very well for me. Johnny Manziel is not the problem with the Cleveland Browns. 
The Cleveland Browns are the problem with the Cleveland Browns, and they have been exposed as the fraud that they are. Crappy football team at best. Again. Crappy football team at best again. 7-7, seven and seven, or whatever we are right now, with two games less. I'm getting it out, Angela. We are a crappy football team at best. And uh, to throw a undersized running quarterback in to think that uh, this was going to provide the energy and spark the Cleveland Browns that is needed to to get us to close out the season with three wins in a row, unfortunately died out there in the middle of 60% of the country. I can't believe that national television, as soon as the jump was made, to Johnny Manziel, the Browns went from like 30% of the company or uh, being shown to 30% of the country to 60% of the country. Johnny Manziel playing zero games, starting zero games before this past weekend was shown to 60% of the country. Wow, what an embarrassment for 60%. Well, for 1% of the country, that being Cleveland, what a horrific embarrassment. <laughs> Laughing stock. Ugh. Dennis Daniel, when you have two quarterbacks, you don't have none 100% correct. You got an average quarterback who can't throw anything over intermediate and is inaccurate, and then you have a rookie that played like a horrific rookie. What can I tell you? Both your QBs are not the Sanchez who sucks as well. Believe me, at this point, I would take Mark Sanchez absolutely 100%. I would. Sanchez. That's funny. It's never time to find a new team. It's just time to turn hope to 2015, where that will be the year the Browns go to the Super Bowl. (laughs) Uh, Look, if you don't know... Big Papa Smokers is the one-stop shop for anyone interested in barbecue, featuring a comprehensive selection of all-American-made grills, spices, sauces, accessories, even a kit that gives you everything you need to make world-class smoker out of a 55-gallon drum. Big Papa Smokers has made a name for itself by making an award-winning line of championship rubs. Their rubs have won almost every major competition barbecue event, including... The 2012 and 13 World Series of Barbecue in Kansas City, the 2012 and 14 Jack Daniels Invitational, 2013 Kingsford Invitational, 2014 Houston Livestock and Rodeo, many more to come. BPS also banded together with fellow California-based rub company Simply Marvelous Barbecue to form what has now become known as the West Coast Offense. Defying conventional wisdom, these two California-based rub makers have cornered the market on a competitive barbecue and begun to redefine the flavor profile that competitive cooks from across the country have begun to aim for. They've even created two of their unique and own competitions. Ever heard of King of the Smokers? Maybe you just tuned in, and the answer is no. Uh, That brings the best of the best in barbecue in a head-to-head, back-to-basics competition. King of the Smokers unique in the fact that it will not use any electric devices, such as pellet cookers or pit miners. We talked about that. Contestants just allowed to use charcoal wood in their wits and win one of the most high-stakes barbecue competitions around Iowa Smokey D's and Big T's Q Crew. Other competition BPS has started, known as the Guinea Pig, cost-controlled competition that helps bring newcomers to the world of competitive barbecue. Also features prize distribution all the way down to 10th place in each category. That helps provide incentive for new teams to keep coming back. 
for the world of barbecue. On top of all that, Big Papa has created a unique brand ambassador program called the BPS Elite Team, featuring 15 of the best competition teams in the country working together to promote camaraderie competition barbecue and to benefit children's charities across the U.S. Keep in mind, Big Papa Smokers have been able to do all of this within only four years of being in business, turning quickly into five years. Here's the bottom line. They're turning the competition barbecue world on its head. They're creating their own unique competitions. They're becoming a staple of a nationwide restaurant chain and benefiting children's charities across the United States. Just the beginning. For Big Papa Smokers, we'll probably get some more insight on what BPS has in store for the world. Coming up in the next segment, which uh, we'll see Sterling Ball. BigPapaSmokers.com. That's BigPapaSmokers.com, the website. And you stay tuned for Sterling Ball, and we'll see you here in just a few seconds. You're listening and watching the Barbecue Central Show right here on the Barbecue Central Network. Broadcasting live from the Barbecue Central Radio Network studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rempe. All right, welcome back. 216-220-0966. Greg at the BBQ. CentralShow.com, my next guest, a captain of industry, a successful pit master, rub and spice manufacturer, barbecue equipment retailer, and of course, partner of this show, creator of the contest that we have been talking about all night tonight. Let's go ahead and welcome back the pit master, a big Papa Smokers, Sterling Ball, joining me here on the show. Sterling, how are you, my friend? I'm fine. How are you doing, Greg? Doing absolutely. I'm famously doing well, Sterling. And I appreciate you asking. And most importantly, appreciate you making time for the show tonight. Um, we've gotten some some really good uh, firsthand accounts from a co-champion in uh, Ryan Newstrom of Big T's Q Crew and a former champion and uh, third-place overall contestant, uh, Joe Beelan from Tippy Canoe Crew. Uh, look, it doesn't take a genius, Sterling, to realize that first place and second place, well, 1A and 1B and, and uh, third place, all from the great competition hotbed state of Iowa. What is going on in Iowa, Sterling? Well, I think it might be their rubs. <laughs> that, you're damn right. And Iowa should no, be I, lucky. Listen, I think that Ryan said it best. I think that Darren set a bar pretty high, and these young guys came along, and then for a while the young guys knocked them off. Darren got fired up. I mean, you were mentioning earlier I was listening while I was eating and uh, talking about this year. It's really got to talk about last year, too. Last year, Darren and Cherry uh, won the Kingsford and the Royal Open, and in the last two years, they've won 23 GCs. And and pretty much all of the majors. So I think it's a spectacular run. At the King of the Smokers, we have uh, three of the mornings, except for the comp, a little board meeting breakfast that's very informal, and there's no published invite to it. It seems to cost me a ton every year. But Sunday, Johnny's telling him, Johnny Triggs telling Darren, well, you know, I had a run like that. It was seven years. So, you know, get ready for a 10. And Darren said, thanks. I got five years, I guess. So it was pretty funny. Johnny, thanks for the five years. 
But really, I got to tip my hat to Gary and Sherry because I do believe they're phenomenal ambassadors. Not you know for the for the game, sport, whatever, barbecue. And uh, I couldn't be happier to have them, you know, in our fold also. Uh, Sterling, do you quantify or qualify or however you want to term it uh, as competition barbecue as a sport? No. I Why had not? I on a sports talk radio show in the desert, and it was pretty funny. Uh, he said he could beat me in a sprint, and uh, I think that'd be hysterical watching it happen. So you don't think we that competition... Have, we, might have, we might have a punt, pass, and kick next year, King of the Smokers. <laughs> you, you don't think competition barbecue qualifies as a sport? No. Why not? If golf is a sport and bowling is a sport and archery is a sport, why can't competition barbecue be qualified as a sport? Well, more importantly, Greg, how oh. come you didn't talk to Ryan about golf? Why didn't I? Golf isn't a sport. Well, come on. He shows up with matching orange pants that matches Jambo Pit. He looks like he came straight off the Dunhill Links. Okay? <laughs> Justin looks like one of those guys that's going to rob you blind. You know, that Muni player that's a scratch. And then he hits it so far, it's crazy. And then <laughs> here comes old Gimpy me, but I did school him. Yeah, but who's, I was going to say, but in the end, who's the better golfer? So I don't know. I, I think I fooled them that day. I, I know a lot of guys that can go 275 plus. And guess what? That's the only club they got in the bag. If they if the green isn't there at 275, they're screwed. you got to have other aspects uh, of the game than going big, right? Unless you're in porn. Well, they're both good golfers. But it really is funny because the King of the Smokers starts on Thursday and most people show up on Tuesday. And so... It's about, it's a six day. It reminds me of the old rock festivals almost. I mean, I'm getting no sleep. Uh, and usually I never sleep anyway, but it's crazy. I mean, it goes until Sunday about noon. You know, there's one thing I want to talk about, King of the Smokers. Yeah. And I'm doing this just in case you don't ask. Go ahead. The Lakeith Resort is unbelievable. Compart, Snake River, BJ's Brew House, uh, just incredible. But, the, the big papa redcoats, the staff that work there, I just don't get it. James and Jody and Jesse leaving it. They basically work 22 hours a day. Um, it's, it's just amazing. And so, and then the teams, the teams, there's chemistry involved in the selection. Okay, because I get some people that send me drunk texts and drunk emails about how they've beaten everybody <laughs> on earth. But, um, so, well, that's it, right? How? Part in it. How how are you coming up, or what is a criteria, or or is there any criteria on how a team gets that uh, coveted invite? Well, it's you know, it's not an elite team contest. There's certain elite teams that that didn't make it this year. Yes, um, it's not a KCBS top twenty four. It's it's a it's a balance contest, but it also represents. We have Rob from FBA. We have Jamie from Texas. We have Ronnie and Michelle Wade from Texas. I mean, they have 132 GCs, Ronnie and Michelle. And that's just counting Ronnie's, not Michelle's. By the way, Ronnie got a 17944 in both ribs and pork and didn't win. He was one appearance to score away from both his 180s. Uh, there's a batting average team, which last year was Pods, Moonswinder. This year, it was Travis Clark, who had a crazy good year. Um, 
So I think we had eight out of 12 of the top 10, but then um, I, I get the defending champ comes. I get two wild card picks. And uh, it's a very difficult process. The first, like, 20 are super easy. The last four are agonizing. And I do have some help, but the help doesn't want me. It's a committee that they want to stay secret, but there are some guys out there competing that help me out a little bit because I don't get to a lot of the areas. Um, I'm out the West Coast. There's 24 teams. Uh, obviously, they're all uh, very more than qualified uh, to be there. When you're making out the list and you look at the finalized list, uh, you know, taking you're the 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 guy that's putting it together, but on the competition side of things, did you think that uh, any one team might have, uh, in your mind, think that, that would have come out on top this past weekend, or did you think that Darren had the best shot at, at uh, working it this year? Well, uh, we had a little Calcutta, not a Calcutta because those are illegal, but we had a little draft in Big Skin's booth where this time you got to keep your own team and you got to pick another team and then combine the points. Yeah. And of course, Darren, you know, they pull the numbers out of the hat. What number do you think Darren draws? I've 15th. First. Of course. Okay. We all go, okay, this is his weekend. And he picks Pigskin as his first pick. So I thought that Darren was the favorite. I think Pigskin um, was right there. I think there, there's a lot of you. Certainly, I mean, anybody there can win. But, I mean, Donnie Bray. Um, I mean, the first 180 in King of Smokers, three years. Donnie got it in Chicken. Um, you know, there's tons of them from, you know, Smoke Me Silly, One Do Barbecue. Uh, it was a little, little pig town. I mean, I mean, I tasted a lot of food there, and it was all good. I went out on a limb and said that my my bone crusher in, in crime, uh, Scott Nelson, was going to show up and surprise everybody. Now, well, not surprise everybody, but I thought for some reason this was setting up for him and that he was going to walk away grand champion, king of the smoker. Didn't have a terrible finish. Didn't probably have the one that he was hoping for. Uh, but, and his ribs were a little over, and, um, you know, I walked by. I could see it when he pulled them out. It's really funny. We stay away as much as we can, and we don't talk to him. But, you know, we're, we're there, and we, you're kind of looking. I mean, you know, they had tents with sides, and only one team put up a side, okay? It was really funny, and it was a tight quarters this year. It was really, really cool that way. I mean, guys weren't hiding. They were out out in the open with what they did, and uh, that was fun. But also, we keep the public out until 1.30. They're not allowed in. So but the cooks really get to cook. But then after 1.30, these cooks engage, and boy, did they. I mean, Donnie Bray was supposed to give a 20-minute talk about what he does, and he talked for an hour. And this, you know, for $20 entry fee. What kind of a uh, crowd turnout did you get, and was it better than expectation? Well, you have to realize one of the things is the resort doesn't want it too big because they don't have the parking. And as it was, they had to keep extra security. I think we had about 500 people there. And that was as much as the resort ever wants. Do you have an idea of where the, of those 500 people, uh, are they real niche 
barbecue lovers? Are they more on the on the periphery? Like, where's the 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 medium? That's there? a really good question. Yeah. Because I see some of the teams that are out there competing. Sylvie was on the board right there. Sylvie was there. So the Twisted Brisket people. I saw some teams. But it's really funny. By the third year, of course, we had a contest in Vegas going to get up against it, which I hated to have happen. But the resort moved our date. A, because I wanted to try and defend my championship there. But B, it took a lot of the guys that I'm sure would have shown up. But uh, it, it's a lot of curious people. It's some pitmasters. It was more pitmasters earlier on. Now it's more people just really interested in barbecue. And the OBR guys serve a lot of great food there, too. Aside from putting and and creating King of the Smokers in the Giddy Pig Contest, uh, you're obviously uh, a a very well-accomplished pitmaster. So I'm wondering, you know, as far as competitive juices are concerned, when things start to go down and the pits fire up and, and everything starts to get underway on the competition side of things, do you ever wish that you would be able to, to fire up a cooker and go against everybody as well, Sterling? Does Flipper have a blowhole? The last time I checked, the answer is yes. <laughs> yeah. So why not, uh, I mean, you know, you're, this is your contest. Why not section off a pit yeah. and be able to go after Well, because, because A, I'm a little busy. Yeah. Hogwash. There's, still, there's you, still lots of stuff going on. I mean, I had uh, Rodney Crowell was a multiple Grammy winner came. I mean, I got to talk about the people that are friends that happen to be celebrities because in my guitar business life, I met a lot of, a lot of them. I don't like um, guys like Rodney Crowell. He's working on the Hank Williams movie. Uh, he came in from Shreveport. He left at three thirty in the morning to make it back to the set. Uh, Bill Murray's doing the jungle book in new Orleans. Promised me he'd be there. Shows up at three thirty and charters a jet at midnight Oof. to get back on set in the morning because he gave his word. So, I mean, that's just cool. And Bill makes a donation too to the Casey Lee Ball Foundation, which we were able to give. Uh, this was a big year for us. We gave $1.35 million PCLA. We gave, uh, we raised over 20, over 20,000 for operation barbecue relief. And the elite team distributed $31,000 in pediatric charity money. So I don't think there's ever going to be a night in barbecue where more money is given to help more kids. It's the third year. Well, just finished the third year, and it's you know continuing to get rave reviews. Uh, perhaps even more rave reviews year after year. Uh, this being uh, probably the most successful in, in a lot of different areas, I guess. How do you see it growing? Like, what's the, now that you've created it? It's been. Uh, established and talked about by so many pitmasters out there as being something that either they've taken part in and they love it and this is why, or I can't wait to hopefully do something to get invite to get out there. Uh, you know, where do you see the event in four years or, or five years from now? Well, I, I'd like to keep it small. I, I think it's easy to deliver the kind of, well, it's not easy to deliver the kind of service actually, and I can't imagine trying to deliver it. Listen, you never have uh, even quarter-full trash can. You have ice every time you want it. You have beeper numbers. We have five people within here. I mean, there's nothing that the cook... I mean, Rod needed his table raised. It was raised right away um, because we had the same tables for everybody. So, I mean, I think the best way is to keep it small. I think it's to keep it, uh, keep that little pucker factor that nobody wants to be last place. And, uh, yeah, I think that's great. I mean, I got to thank 
by the way, Mark Lambert and all the sweet swine of mine guys cooked an unbelievable hog. Old Hickory guys were there. It was just uh, on Friday night, and uh, I cooked uh, seven Wagyu prime ribs uh, with, that um, Snake River gave us. So, you know, I always cook Friday night for the teams uh, along with somebody in the last two years. But, Mark, I think it's important I cook for the teams. And I think the teams enjoy it, actually. It is a pretty good, it ends up a pretty good meal between the resort and uh, Mark and then whatever I happen to do. In, in regards to the competition this year, Sterling, are you surprised that in the end there was a tie between two teams, uh, Iowa Smokey D's and, and Big T's uh, Big T's Q-Crew? Yeah, you have to understand, I give a pep talk to the judges, explain what happens, and then I'm never in the judging tent again. I'm, I will not go in the judging tent, and I don't want to know who won. I also have, in addition to Kelly and Kathleen McIntosh, I think the best reps in the business, I actually have Deloitte, a senior tax partner from Deloitte, audit the results too, and then my CFO writes the checks, and that's how I know who wins. I open the check um, at each category thing, and Jesse calls and says, we have a little problem here. And I said, what? She goes, it's in scoring. I said, I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't want to know. But what happened? I mean, I don't want to know who... She says, well, we have a tie. And uh, we gave them the option of splitting the money, but we didn't give them the option of deciding who the grand champion was. Technically, even though there was a tie, there's a, um, a num- we finally got explained how they determine a tie, and that's for another show, but Darren actually won the computer-generated tiebreaker. But they agreed to split it as long as I have them as long as I print the gold uh, major champion winning elite sweatshirts for them. So they both have code grand champion sweatshirts, and then they agreed to split the money. Uh, By the way, Darren donated all his money back. Darren and Sherry. All the winnings back. $10,500 to the King Philippe Ball Foundation. Nice. Um, They matched. The $11,000 they won for juvenile diabetes to the elite team, they match that. Are you surprised? Uh, it's not a trick question, and I'm not trying to get you to say that they're great people, but look, I mean, $11,000 is nothing to sniff at. There's probably a very few amount of competitions uh, at, at, that take place during the course of a, a competition season where a grand champion can come out uh, winning with eleven thousand dollars, usually a purse is overall, you know, what to twenty five hundred dollars or five thousand dollars or something very, uh, very less. Uh, are, are you surprised that uh, this money is given back to you, or uh, not really? Oh, I'm devastated. I'm honored and uh, blown away. No, I, I don't. And the other thing I want to make sure is that this. I don't want people. I mean, Scott Nelson did it last year, and so did Darren. Scott came in second. I said, you know, I don't want people to feel like they have to do that. You know, that's look. I have a hard time letting somebody pick up a check. So that that no, that's a really um, that's just a, it's stunning. I mean, to me and my family, we don't expect it. We don't want somebody to say, oh, you got a good team of smokers, but you know, if you want to get invited back, you got to donate your back. I just don't. I mean, this was uh, it, it's a. It's just an immense gesture on on behalf of them, and it will always be that to me. You, you don't worry that uh, inadvertently there's a a precedent being set where there there is a, a little pressure on that at all. 
I don't think so. I, I don't. I don't want it to be. And if there is, I'll address it. I'm fairly direct. <laughs> so I've noticed. No, but I mean, look. I think it's really cool. I don't think that they do that to say "look at me" or anything. I think they have huge hearts. I think they do things throughout the year. I think uh, Darren and Sherry. I mean, I, this is like a. This show's like a love fest for them. It's almost like somebody sent us one of Darren's medical scans. It's bad. I mean, uh, no, but they just they they just behaved fabulously. I mean, they just carry themselves well. They're helpful to everyone. It's just it's bad to Just everything Ryan Dippy said. Uh, Sterling, were you surprised at all where some teams finished? Yeah. Um, I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like it. You know, last year Jamie came in last, and he was really sad. And you know, he went on to win Houston Livestock. He went on to get, I think, a 180 at the Royal, and I think he won a category at the Jack. And really, it 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 got him kind of shook up and maybe motivated. Yeah, I don't like that. There's, you know, let me tell you something. There is a last place. Yeah. And there's, you know, not every kid plays shortstop, and then, and this is it's. Bring, bring your best, the best against us. I think the interesting thing is that we never had a 700 before, and we had four of them. I think it's interesting we never had a 180, and we had one. And I truly believe that the food in the past was was, was every bit as good. You don't allow the pit miners, you don't allow the, uh, the pellet cookers, and you're providing the meat. Uh, I asked Joe, I asked Ryan... You know, is there any trepidation, even though they've they've been there previous times, hell, Joe's won it uh, before in the past, uh, is there any trepidation about somebody else giving you the meat that you're going to be cooking with when on every other weekend they're going through painstaking processes of procuring their own? Do you hear any of that during the, the course of the weekend about uh, people worrying what they're going to be cooking because they're not okay. the ones picking uh, it? You know, David Buske said he's heard from teams who were there that he wasn't that good. And I, you know, David and I have been going back and forth. We get along great, but I teased him last time I was on the show. But I doubt whether <laughs> that's a plural thing. Okay. I don't really believe that teams feel that way because I've seen the meat. Okay. It's, I mean, you have Snake River Farm where they handpicked, you know, the briskets. They were within a pound, 1.2 pounds of each other. Okay. Compart gave us their very finest competition code. Let me tell you, even the upper echelon, it's it's very interesting. It's never their fault, okay? It's a judge or the meat. Very rarely do you hear somebody say, you know what? I really sucked today, yeah. you know? But none of those guys that came with smokers do that. But, you know, it's not like we're giving them bad meat. The idea is level playing field. What I should really tell everybody is, here's the rules. you got to cook like Johnny Trigg but I'm giving you the meat because this was like a normal contest for Johnny. Right. He shows up with his two tables and a easy up and his jambo and nothing, nothing. He doesn't need power. Uh, I mean, so really we, we cook trig style. Let me ask you something. Uh, last question here before I let you go and appreciate the time tonight's thrilling, uh, in regards to Johnny trick, you know, the, you can probably, if you're a history buff or you're a, you're a fan of competition barbecue, you can you know you can go through and, and name the people that uh, you know have helped progress this sport into to where it is today. But perhaps uh, none more than Johnny Trigg. You've seen him on television. He's gotten 
whatever monicum of fame uh, he has been able to derive off of the television shows. But, I mean, he's been there really since the beginning and has won a tremendous amount and has won a a tremendous amount of high-end competitions and low-end competitions and everything in between. And here he sits today still competing and and doing it, obviously, because there is a passion. Uh, What do you find most appealing, uh, you, uh, about a character like Johnny Trigg? Number one, I love Johnny Trigg. I consider Johnny Trigg a dear friend. Johnny Trigg took Big Papa Smokers under his arm. He were run Pitmasters together. Um, he adopted us from there. Johnny Trigg is an American treasure. I keep a John Wayne coffee cup in my uh, in my uh, trailer for, for Johnny Trigg when, he, when we meet up on the competition trail. Johnny Trigg, John Wayne, Johnny Trigg, Johnny Cash. Johnny Trigg's larger than life. Johnny Trigg's got a huge heart. Johnny Trigg can come to any contest I'm having at any time because at 76 years old, he walks the room as well as anyone I've ever seen in any field. How's that? Good enough for me. Uh, Sterling Ball is the pit master of Big Papa Smokers. Uh, before I let you go, Sterling, anything that you're up to here at the close of the year or uh, right at the turn of the new year that uh, you'd like to tell us about? Gosh, no, you know what? We're- we're recovering from the King of Smokers. We're getting ready for the guinea pig, and we've got a huge music show. I'm designing two new guitars. I mean, it, it's it, there's never a dull moment, okay? My record was just released. I had my first CD, Never a Dull Moment, and uh, it's kind of interesting at 59 to, to release your first CD, but it's out there. So that's kind of fun. Um, look, I'm, I'm loving the barbecue business. I'm loving the barbecue people. I mean, Bill Murray said, these are such nice people. Rodney Carl and Bill Murray both said, I just spent a day of good. Everybody was good, and everybody was doing good things. So I think that's pretty cool. Only because he's literally one of my favorite actors ever. How do you how do you meet and get to be buddies with Bill Murray? That's a great story. And there's actually, we have six pages in his book, Cinderella Story. When, when my son, and I know you want to get rid of me, but here. No, I mean, I'm asking you the question because I love Bill Murray. Okay. Well, you got to realize I wrote him a letter 21 years ago and told him about a golf tournament that I was having to benefit my sick son, who was at the time five years old and had died twice. They brought back. And I told him that it, um, Eddie Van Halen was the title, the honorary host, and that Van Halen was playing the pre-party. This is 1991, okay, 92. <laughs> And uh, that there was going to be at the Hard Rock Cafe, hosted by Peter Morton, who at the time owned the Hard Rock Cafe. And Bill calls me, and it's 11 days after I've given a kidney to my son. And he's saying, so you're going to have free sushi, you're going to have Van Halen. He goes, this is too good to be true, buddy. He goes, what's in it for you? And I finally had enough of him. And I said, listen, Bill, the only thing that's, you know, other than giving my right kidney to my son 11 days ago, absolutely friggin' nothing. And he said, oh, my God, I'll be there. And he was there, and he kind of hit it off, and he came the next year. And the great thing about celebrity golf tournaments is that the first thing when you ask other agents if you who you have, I was able to say I had Bill Murray. So yeah. for 10 years, I ran a tournament where it was Jack Nicholson, Bill Murray, Wayne Gretzky, George Clooney, all those guys. And we raised a ton of money for UCLA and pediatric kidney research. But Billy and I, um, we stayed friends. Uh, my wife redesigned one of his houses. 
I shared a condo with him on a golf course. And I thought, this is great. He lives in New York. At the millennium, he calls me and goes, I'm in the condo and I'm going to move here with three kids. So he basically screwed me out of that. Without really. <laughs> so anyway, we just, we just became, for Bill's a, Bill's a real guy, okay? The most annoying thing is to be out in public with him because people are just relentless with the cell phone. The cell phone, man, you just want, you should walk, try and walk a block in, in a city with a celebrity with cell phones. Now. No way. It's just like, I'm surprised more of these guys don't kill themselves. Well, uh, but, so Bill Murray's got it. By the way, Bill Murray's given our charity that we've raised about eight million. Bill Murray's given us at least a half a million bucks. Wow. Over the years. Outrageous. I mean, but he, and when he plays Pebble Beach, he pays his entry fee. When he pays Pebble Beach, any money he wins, wins, he gives back. Bill's one of the greats. He's a man of the people. Sterling, appreciate you sharing the story. Uh, appreciate you uh, going a little overtime here with me and uh, sharing the, the Bill Murray story and uh, recapping King of the Smokers. Sounds like uh, yet another raging success. And uh, all eyes are set to the end of the year next year for uh, version four of King of the Smokers. Uh, this is Sterling Ball. Wait, Craig, I should, yeah. uh, one last thing. Go. I really should just pull the plug on it now. I can't, I can't bring, I can't top it. But <laughs> oh, I'm just going to do it. I, just, I mean, what do I Kill do? Sit there. Bill Murray's sitting there getting explained to Jim. I mean, I can't, I can't, uh, I don't know what I could do. All I can do is try and entertain people and give them a good time and, 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 uh, Get some more attention on competition. Yeah, money for kids. I'm sure everything will be fine just next year. No problem. Uh, Sterling Ball, the pit master of Big Papa Smokers, bigpapasmokers.com. Sterling, as always, and uh, let me hey, say... I'll have you next year, Greg, instead yeah. of Bill. You want this thing to go to the, to the next universe? Uh, okay, man, you tell me. I just was thinking, how do you talk Bill Murray and Rippy came up? Yes, right. All right, I'll take the compliment. Um, hey, you're in next year. You're right. coming. I'm ready if you are. Uh, absolutely, with 100% assurity, uh, I will be there should you have me. All right, take the rest of the night off, Greg. All right, uh, thanks for the support, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. See you, bud. There he is, Sterling Ball, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh, I don't even compete, and I got an invite. Suck it, bitches. Probably going to want me to actually go on and be entertaining and stuff like that. But, you know, the difference between being entertaining in front of a crowd and being entertaining in front of a camera. A little different. A little different. Uh, We'll try and win something after this read. But first, let me talk to you about Cook Shack. That's right. Happy holidays from Cook Shack. Need an idea for a great gift because time is pressing. For someone special in your life, how about a Cook Shack smoker or pellet grill? Make them a barbecue genius with an easy-to-use smoker or pellet grill. Now, until December 17th, you can save 10% off the list price of any Cook Shack residential electric smoker, fast eddies by Cook Shack FEC 100 pellet-fired smoker, or pellet grills models PG500 or 1000, savings of up to $419. Smokette, the Smokette Elite, the Super Smoker Elite, and the AmeriQ are the electric smokers that make it easy to add real wood smoke to your foods. They're inexpensive to operate, energy efficient. Of course, the PG-1000 and 500 pellet grills feature four-zone cooking and pellet broil technology. They are solidly built with commercial-grade quality. The FEC 100 is the choice of many championship barbecue teams. 
and is guaranteed to hold enough barbecue for all your friends and family. All Cook Shack products come with a no-risk money-back guarantee for 30 days. What? 30 days. To order online, use the promo code HOHOHO14. That's HOHOHO14 when you check out at CookShack.com or call CookShack toll-free at 800-423-0698 and tell their friendly sales staff. You want the ho 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 fourteen deal? You heard about the uh, you heard about here on this show, Barbecue Central show, with a Cook Shack smoker or pellet grill. You can celebrate barbecue every day, even twice on Sunday and Christmas. Hurry because this deal ends Wednesday. That's tomorrow, December seventeenth. For all the folks at Cook Shack, I want to tell you happy holidays from them. Again, the promo code ho 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 one four. Call them toll free eight hundred four two three zero six nine eight. Or visit CookShack.com. That's CookShack.com. And thank you for their support. All right. Let's see what we can't give away before I have to go renew my website here at the top of the hour. You're listening and watching the Barbecue Central Show. 216-220-0966. Call. We'll play Winery or Rehab. And we'll get you something out before the Christmas holiday hits. Uh, This is the Barbecue Central Show. Stick around. Big name interviews, advice on cooking brisket and ribs, and the only host willing to share his honest opinion on all things important in the world of barbecue. It's the Barbecue Central Show. All right, we are back. 216-220-0966. Dennis Daniel writing in. Sterling is great. He just talked about Bill Murray being a regular guy. Funny story. I had a problem with an order from Big Papa Smokers. I called them after hours expecting to leave a message. Sterling answers. He hears my issue, assures me someone will take care of it in the morning. Sure enough. Sure enough. That's right. Uh, just because Big Papa Smokers is a sponsor of the show, I buy rub from uh, Big Papa Smokers. I buy rub from Butcher's Barbecue. I don't uh, just kowtow to the sponsors and uh, hope that I get free stuff. Oh, I support... What do I say? You want to support me? What can you do for the show? Frequent the sponsors. Buy from the sponsors. I do. <laughs> and I don't want to be that much of a hypocrite. Little bit is all right. Big hypocrite, not so much. All right. Uh, things that I have to do tonight include renewing my uh, internet address. <laughs> I should just go right to... YouTube. Just go directly to YouTube here on out, right? Probably be the best thing. All right, uh, 216-220-0966. You can call in. We will play Winery or Rehab. Let me uh, cue up the music. That's right. Everybody loves a little Milt Buckner Robin's Nest when we get ready. I had another... Milt Buckner song. I don't know where the hell that went. Where did that go? Ration, Meathead, Protect.
Tenders. Vivaldi. That's when I do the English. Yeah, I don't know. All right, uh, 216-220-0966. Yeah, that's right, Angela. Quit acting like you don't have a phone. Uh, The game is winery or rehab. That's right, Blake. This is traditional Cleveland music. It's on the uh, top 40 list with a bullet heading upwards. Uh, You call in. I'll give you a name. You're going to tell me if that name is a winery or a rehab. I think by now you know the rules. You get two out of three right, and you win a unannounced prize pack. It'll be a surprise. It'll be worth it. Trust me. All right, uh, let's go to area code 407. Name and where you're calling. Uh, Matt from uh, Orlando. All right, Matt is it. How are you tonight, Matt? Pretty good. Yourself? I'm doing fabulous. Thank you for asking. Uh, Matt, are you ready to play winery or rehab? Absolutely. All right, and you are familiar with how the game works? Yes. All right, so I'm going to give you a name. Remember, you have five seconds to answer. Otherwise, I will drop the hammer and make fun of you ruthlessly for the next two to three seconds. Uh, Your first name, Matt. The Lake House Inn. Winery or rehab? Winery. That's right. It is a winery. All right, so if you get the next one right, you will win a Butcher Barbecue Prize Pack. How about that? That would be great. Matt, are you excited? Oh, absolutely. Butch is the man. All right, here we go. Uh, your second name and potentially for all the marbles. Uh, let's see. The Old Firehouse. The Old Firehouse. Winery or rehab? Rehab. No. The Old Wine House, of course, is a winery. That right. was too, that sounded too easy. That's right. So we are coming right down to the end. This one makes or breaks you. Winery or rehab, Matthew? The cottage. Winery or rehab? Winery. Oh. oh. Rehab. Come on. Barbecue food for you, as always. A stellar performance of Suck. (laughs) So good. Love this game. All right. Well, we got time for one more if you want to call in for the Butcher Barbecue Prize Pack, graciously donated by Dave Bosca and the folks over at ButcherBBQ.com. Angela Iverson with the strong critique, yet uh, no balls to call in, but that's all right. Literally. Uh, area code 321, name and where you're calling from. Um, Bob Parker, Orlando. All right, Bob Parker is in. How you doing tonight, Bob? Okay. All right. Bob, are you ready to play a winery or rehab? Yep. All right. Uh, first name, Bob. Glenn Bay. Glen Bay, winery or rehab? Yeah, um, winery. No, Glen Bay is a rehab. We suck again. I know that because it's located right here in Cleveland, Ohio, believe it or not. All right. Uh, next name, uh, you get this one wrong, Bob, I hang up on you and make fun of you. Otherwise, you're still good to go. 
Everybody makes fun of me. That's right. Sorry. Uh, okay, next name, Bob. Uh, Sterling Finishes. Sterling Finishes. Winery or rehab? Sterling Finishes. That's, I'm probably going to be wrong, but that's got to be a winery. No. Oh, no. Sorry, Bob. Uh, we suck again. Too wrong. That's it for you, sir. That is a rehab. Barbecue food for you. Sucking as always. Oh, we suck again. <laughs> so good. Come on, it's Christmas time. Call in, win the free. Free. Win the free. And uh, you can start the new year off right. Area code 904. Name and where you're calling from. Hey, buddy, it's uh, Blake Moody from Jacksonville, Florida. All right, Blake is in tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Absolutely. Right. Glad to have Blake aboard. All right, Blake, we're going to play Winery or Rehab. Are you ready? Oh, hell yeah. All right. Uh, first name tonight, Blake. Four wins. Four wins. Winery or Rehab? Are you there? Uh, my three-year-old says it's a rehab. That's right. Four wins is a rehab. Remember, you got to answer in five seconds, or I'm going to uh, charge you against. Uh, all right. Next <laughs> name. Uh, next name, Blake. The Old Mill. Is the Old oh, Mill a winery or a rehab? Hold on. It's coming. It is a. It's a winery, Greg. That's right. The three-year-old wins the Butcher Barbecue prize pack. All right. Uh, Blake Jr., let's call. Uh, All right. Give uh, give your son props, Blake. Who's the winner of the house? She's she's a girl, Greg. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Well, good for her. She's ready to start her uh, time with Butcher Barbecue products. Uh, so happy, uh, happy Christmas, Merry Christmas from uh, your daughter to you, because you're actually probably the one that's going to use it. Uh, Blake, send me the shipping info, and I will get that down to Dave Bosca, and the good folks over at Butcher Barbecue will hook that up. All right, buddy? All right, brother. Appreciate it. All right, you got it. There he is, Blake Moody, winner, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Always fun to play a little winery or rehab as we uh, twirl out the uh, end of the segment. All right, uh, folks, if you ever thought about getting your product on the show, all you have to do is contact me, Greg, at thebbqcentralshow.com, and uh, we could talk, see if your product or service is right for the show. We do have a jeweler, mostly barbecue-related stuff. Grill manufacturer, you know, what have you. Get in touch with me, Greg at thebbqcentralshow.com. I can afford you links on pricing, demographics, downloads, all that great stuff. Look from all of the other people that have been in the partner stable now for years and years. Something's right. you got to find out for yourself. Greg at thebbqcentralshow.com. The subject line put partner. Tell me a little bit about yourself, and we'll go ahead and get it done. All right, we're back to wrap up the show right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. Get in the smoke. Call 877-448-0433 to get on the air. 
Now, here's your host, Greg Rampey. Big B, All right, we are back. Congratulations again to Blake Moody. Dave, be on the lookout for a forwarded email from me, from Blake, courtesy of his three-year-old daughter. Hey, Dad. 13 years from now. Hey, Dad, remember right before Christmas in 2014 when I won your punk-ass Dave Bosca's product? Suck it, Dad. I'm better than you. Perhaps there's cause for concern that Blake's three-year-old daughter knows the difference between rhinery or rehab. What? Well, we'll just say that it was luck. It's lucky, Blake. It's lucky. All right. All right. Uh, let me go ahead and start the rap here. All the way back in the first hour, as it was heavily King of the Smoker related, as it should. A co-champ, Ryan Newstrom, Big T's Q Crew. Then we had third place overall, and who probably would have won any competition otherwise with the 704 or whatever he had. Uh, Joe Beelin, Tippecanoe Barbecue Crew. And then in the second hour, the creator of King of the Smokers, Sterling Ball, Big Papa Smokers, Pitmaster, BigPapaSmoker.com, partner of this show. Uh, and also uh, tailing the show, Blake Moody wins the Butcher Barbecue Prize Pack. Thanks to Dave Bosca for stepping up and donating a prize pack. Uh, that will be uh, given to you. A couple things here before I let you go tonight. If you're using the raw cast iron, reseason it each and every time. Uh, as it starts to cool down, grill brush over the top, get it clean, then spray a little pan. That's what I like. Or if you want, go old school, burn a little Crisco into that bad boy. Generations of rust-free service. September 11, 2001. I will never forget. Until next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, it's your program host and proud U.S. American, Greg Rempe. Good night now.